Trying to save your souls from damnation So if you down with the message Tune in every week It will lead you to the message that you seek Uh Episode 15. Shout out to everybody that's been watching. Shout out to everybody that's been supporting. Shout out to everybody that's helped us to get this far so far. I'm here with my co-host. Introduce yourself. It's my boy BK Truth. 1991. Kamel Hall, you know, your favorite Brooklyn native. How we doing? Alright, alright. And we're here with two familiar faces. Introduce yourself. I don't know if you want to go first. Martin Addo from South Bridge Fitness Center. Blessings upon blessings, families. It is the greatest honor and the greatest joy to be here today to bring the message of truth and love. We are so glad to share yes, the message. Um, it's good to see you back, man. As always, as always, yes. brother, from the last time. Yes. And I uh, cannot be glad enough to have us here yeah. all in together today. Yeah. yeah. And we have another reoccurring guest, familiar face in the building. Hey, everybody in the club getting tears. <laughs> How's it going today? Oh. All right. And as you can see, we're in a, a new location. Tell us where we at, Otto. Oh, families, that is what I just said. That yeah. the first day when Jaquan introduced me to uh, our brother, he just opened his door and he says, Mr. Otto, you not just have our platform, but you are a brother. And so today, here he is at his own place, and I have used the word. This is his own place. And so, families and friends, here we are at 322 Meadow Avenue in Brooklyn, New York, the home of Spike Lee. And we are so glad to be here with the entire team. Yes, you see, family is important, teamwork. <laughs> all right, all right, so shout out to everybody that's here, shout out to everybody that's been supporting. Um, so, Kamel had something you want to speak on today. Oh, dang. What was it again? Commitment. Oh, yeah. This guy forgot already. <laughs> well, we was just talking about Labor Day, so that popped into my head. So, oh. I wanted to find out who else was on the parkway if people still afraid of Labor Day. That's what I'm Yeah, but we're going to talk about commitment. Um, so, a lot of people getting married. I went to three weddings last year, one this year so far. I just went to one this weekend, and... I'm, I ain't gonna lie, this, um, this one was, you know, I felt like one of the doubters of the whole thing. I, I'm gonna be honest about that. I was a doubter. I was, Why you say that? Because, you know, I I was trying to find out the story. I didn't know the story, so I was from the outside looking in, and um, 
guy is very shy, so he didn't really speak much. I was like, I don't know why she talked to him. Like, I didn't, you know, so when everyone's giving the wedding speeches and everything, I'm there in the background, you know, drunk off my wine, accent from, tell me a story, tell me a good story. You know, and everyone's keeping it so secret. It's like, oh, he's been there from the beginning. I'm like, the beginning of what? <laughs> Did you know the bride or the groom? I know the bride more so. I didn't know the groom too much. Okay. I mean, I've seen him twice. We went out, you know, to family events and he was there, but he's always, you know, to himself. Mm -hmm. So I don't really hear him speak much. <laughs> wow. Wow, so, yeah. so far, yeah. I have not been invited to any wedding. Yeah. Yet. What? No. <laughs> I am very on my own, putting mine together. Yeah. But of course, it's always going to be the African style, I want the to be local, traditional way. And I know a lot of people are definitely waiting for the day and the announcement and all of it. Of course, it's going to be uh, sooner to or be later. On it, but first we have to do the traveling back home to the yeah, motherland true, first, true. and to introduce the entire families onto the families. That is how it's done back home, mm -hmm. and so tradition continue to exist. All and right. culture is the key. I hope I get an invite. Like, no. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> now with technology and things, a lot of things. In case we are not able to get to other places what we use as we are using this platform right now. Yes. And this platform, we strongly believe in it. It's powerful and it goes places. I'm excited. Mm -hmm. I always wanted to be, you know, more connected to the African culture. I feel like we didn't, I didn't really get opportunities to, you know, because it's American, you know, so. The European culture. Yeah, the European ways. So definitely want to see what this is going to feel like. Wow. That is I already know the music already got me bumping. Afro type of beats, you know. Food is good too. Yeah, see? <laughs> it just might be connected to our soul. It just might just be like, oh snap, this is what we wanted this whole time, you know? So I'm excited about that. Oh, speaking of commitment, um, you said you got to go back home. I was watching that African movie on Netflix. So, um, Coming to America? Nah, not that. <laughs> I watched that like four times. I'm not gonna lie. I love this. the second one. I love the second one. I can't That is my favorite of all time. Really? Messi coming to America. See? Oh my God. I can't lie. And that I is why I even time. came to America. Really? <laughs> I said, I got to go to Queens. <laughs> my Miss America. And I said, wow. Then I wasn't going to get married. I'll wait until when I get to America. Wow. I'll look for my Miss America. Influence. So, Eddie Murphy, thank you for that. <laughs> and I give it to you. I'm not I, the vibe in that movie. All that he did. Yeah. The vibe in that movie was incredible. The one I saw recently, because after that movie, it made me want to look for more of them. Um, they had one on Netflix, The Wedding Party 2. It's um, just to run it down. It was a funny intro because the guy proposed to the woman by accident. He went to a fancy restaurant. Um, he's sitting with the girl. She thought he was gonna propose. It's only been like nine months though. They're together. White people get get engaged. But this was an African movie. That's oh. why it was funny to me because it was like he was like he saw someone else proposing and he got rejected. So he was like, oh, you're, you're a fool. Why would you propose here? Everybody could see that coming. Mm -hmm. And then he threw the ring on the floor. So he went to go pick up the guy's ring. The guy walked away. He left the ring on the floor. He picked up the ring. And his girl came from the bathroom. And she was like, yes. 
Yes, he was like, wait, what? <laughs> she was like, yes, I'll marry you. And then they, everyone started clapping. He just went with it. So he, wow. he didn't even mean to propose. Wow. So the whole movie. Wait, was, did the ring fit? Yeah. The ring fit. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not really too sure. They didn't really show the putting on the ring. But pretty much she saw a ring. She said yes. And everyone started clapping. And he just like, okay. Peer pressure. Yeah. So he tells his friends. Know. I'm gonna watch that tonight. Yeah, it's a funny. I, I'm trying to find the first one, but this is the second one. They have it on Netflix. Mm-hmm. But um, he ha- he has to take, and she is a white woman, so he has a to take woman. her back home yeah. to um to the islands, and they they were giving it to his parents because they were white parents, and they was like, "You're gonna marry a Nigerian man? Mm-hmm. What is with you and Nigerians? Why do you like them so much?" Hey, jungle fever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the Nigerian power. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Well, they yes. changed their whole family because when they went to um, Nigeria, they was definitely enjoying the vibes, you know, the Absolutely. traditions and everything. Absolutely. That's and, almost like when they go to Jamaica to Hedism. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. in the grill. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, that was, that's why I'm like, you know, what is the commitment, um, what is the commitment standards out there? Because I feel like now, this I feel people who get married out here, some of them just by, you know, just because. <laughs> I think it's been like that for a while. But marriage has always been something political. And in America, it's more so you're conducting business because you you go to the government, you obtain a contract saying that you're, you and this person are conducting business and commerce together. Mm-hmm. I.e. example, why you have to file taxes together all the money mm-hmm. that you guys brought mm-hmm. in together you file jointly and you like pay on it corporations yeah <laughs> <laughs> you are you are because you're taking two socials and you're merging that as one literally yeah. yeah and the man is the head of the household so he's the chairman of the household <laughs> yeah. so, absolutely ceo <laughs> i tell everyone especially us you know business owners and small businesses we work for the government. Mm-hmm. We are the tax collectors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We collect taxes and we give it to the government. Yeah. And that is how the government is able to survive. So small businesses are very, very important in the community. And also to add to what you just said. Yeah, now that you said I'm thinking, is, well, did marriage become more, you know, business than love? And- Absolutely. You learn to love someone either way. True. Because you pick up on. I'll give you guys an example, right? When you meet someone for the first year or two or three, mm-hmm. you really don't really know them. It, most marriages, 25, 30, 40, 50 years, we don't see that anymore because yeah. the people were willing to make that I can't, commitment. Like, every time I hear it, I'm to, like, what is the secret? Because like, <laughs> you were willing to make that commitment for however long. And then yeah. also, the children was a huge investment. The house, most of the time, the cars, the mm. things that you Everything were able is, to build together. That's where prenups started mm. becoming more popular. Yeah, like which that. is another legal agreement. Mm-hmm. Splitting it halfway. Yeah, know. so all of those <laughs> have to. I have a whole different perspective about it all, and I continue to tell people that in the future I'm going to write my book mm-hmm. about marriage, mm-hmm. uh, relationship, uh, family. Mm-hmm. Uh, society and the community and all that you know there is not what could be considered a marriage Mm -hmm. there is nothing that could be considered a real love because who gives the love Mm -hmm. we individuals that are here on this planet Mm -hmm. giving love to what extent and what is love the definition of it that we want to give 
we have none and so we can give none mm-hmm. it's just accepting people oh, yeah. at where they are at their level is what the world needs to concentrate on so that nobody will get hurt because you don't go in to expect anything and if you don't expect anything you can't be disappointed and so very simple but love people as people not uh, i'm loving you because you are my wife there is nothing like that and yeah. there is not even like anything mm-hmm. like wife is agreed yeah. between you and i for this moment because this moment could cut off within that second mm-hmm. as we discuss right. it because anything that there is an answer to it also have a question mark also to it also mm-hmm. at the same time so we are looking into the positive the negative and in overall you summarize it into the almighty's perspective is understanding mm-hmm. on society the people that lives within that society mm-hmm. you know and what is being governed them are they being governed by themselves or it is this rule is principle that is being governed by them so it's deep and it's good that men as we are sitting here discussing about this mm-hmm. very very important yeah. so i truly um, so I'm what sure. makes you commit, man? We're gonna get straight to it. I was watching um, Game of Thrones the other day, and basically the king's wife died during childbirth, and mm-hmm. so they was telling him like he needs to marry, he needs to marry as soon as possible, mm-hmm. in order to protect the realm and his his succession, because he didn't have a a male heir at the time. He had a female heir, and no one wanted a female heir at all. Mm-hmm. So ultimately. He was gonna. They proposed him to marry a twelve-year-old because the twelve-year-old's yeah. father was the richest, was one of was the richest person Business. in the whole <laughs> in the whole place. And he's like, yeah, he has to do. He has to be loyal to his crown and do what's best for the kingdom, for the people. But it was like by marrying a twelve-year-old, and a twelve-year-old said, "My mother told me, don't bed, don't don't let you bed me until I'm sixteen. And then yeah. and then he ended up marrying another girl who was his daughter's best friend who was sixteen, seventeen at the time. Wow. And he and then he told his daughter, it's time because his daughter was, was arguing back and forth with him. He's like, I did what I had to do for 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 my countrymen, but what are you doing for the kingdom? Because you are at an age and you have to you have to help solidify the crown politically mm-hmm. by you getting married too. Mm-hmm. And then he gave her like two years to find who she wanted to marry. And she was like, whatever, like just going about whatever. And he was like, okay, I'm gonna make you marry the same 12 year old girl's older brother. He was like, you gonna wow. marry him because he has the dragon blood going through his veins and he has um the sea snake going through his veins so he has two powerful houses if our houses join then we become even more popular and even to bring in a modern time jay-z mm-hmm. he was talking about ghostface how ghostface said my seed marries your seed that marries my seed and 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 that's how we build legacy we keep the money within us yeah similar to the jewish people do oh, you know yeah. the, <laughs> so we see that it is a highly political thing because you wouldn't want to be rich and then marry someone who's quote-unquote poor and then you fall in love and you get finessed and they walk away with half. Yeah, Yeah, you know, it is what it is. So you don't want to get caught up in that situation. I think it's best that you commit to those that commit with you because it's almost like you're under contract with someone else. Once one of the parties violate the contract, 
the contract is not in void. void. It voids the contract. Yeah. It's almost like if me and you was married and you walk out or you cheese, like, that, sure, I'm going to cheat too. <laughs> like, you know, it is what it is. What I'm going to do, sit home that and beat true. off? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, that's just the reality of the situation. And that's with any contract. And we see that with Ray J recently with Kim Kardashian and Kanye. That's a perfect example. Yeah, Whereas, like, Ray J is saying, like, yo, like, I'm we had drink this. to Kim K. Bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We had this contract. <laughs> yeah, she had gone through a lot. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> That's not just a figure yeah. of speech. <laughs> yeah, but basically, he was saying, like, they had a contract together, and she voided the contract. So since she voided it first, he could talk about the contract. Another example was Kanye, who was actually married to her after that whole entire contract happened. I don't know how he did that. But Emphasis did. on the whole entire contract. <laughs> but then, like, you know, the judge declared her legally single, even though she was behaving so, single prior to being what? declared legally single. So we see how, like... While she was single, I mean, while she was with Kanye, she was declared legally single. No, she was declared legally single once she started messing with that guy. Oh, that other guy. Yeah, the other guy. Yeah, no one remembers his name. I forget his name. I forget his. You see, no one remembers his name. Because he made it a good three something months. How many months did he make it? I think nine. In the biblical, yes, I see uh, there are rules of engagement where they are all supposed to be going for counseling um, before any of such things. Yeah, before you know, marriage. How our great grandmothers, our ancestors, yes, they were able, because I saw my grandfather, I saw my grandmother, I was the one who was even walking into his house though they were living in a house but my grandfather had four or five houses mm-hmm. but so he comes and eat his dinner and then after i have to walk into his other Next house because he was blind mm-hmm. on it uh yeah that many wives yeah so one at each house, house. <laughs> yes uh they could at that time i know of two because there were two of my grandmothers both were all my grandmothers and then he comes to eat here he finished i walk in to the other house and he eat again and he goes and eat he has no choice yeah you gotta eat everywhere you gotta keep them all satisfied you gotta eat my food and eat the cassava and other things and then he goes to that place and drink soup the food. Mm. Now I grew up, I understand all they were doing. He was checking in yeah. on the children. You know what I mean? The woman, because the woman, they have finished, you know. Yeah. And, but checking on the children. And that is how the grandfathers That's were able mean. to keep law and order. In all the various places, with our station that we have, that I feel we could be of great influence and also a great advocate uh, to the community and the society about bringing our African tradition, our African system of living, star of living. That we understand this is America, we understand Africa, third world country. No idea, no system, nothing. Yes, but there are some gifts from those places that I feel could contribute towards even here, the first world country and all of those places. And so as we are sitting here discussing, we have recognized that the brothers here and the brothers that are from back home, there, there are separations 
among us here, yeah. mm -hmm. which we are not like this together. Which we should be. Either our brothers here see our brothers back from home, like people like me from home, like, okay, you know, they are from Ghana or they are from the motherland. We were also brought here 400, 600 years ago, mm -hmm. but we are the original from here. So there mm -hmm. is that type of thing between mm -hmm. us. And so men need to work upon themselves sure. first yeah. before we can even make any attempt of even going out to look for a woman. Because mm -hmm. I have a daughter, I have a 14 or 15 year old. Mm -hmm. I said, Nana, you bring any boy to me, he's going to do a push up. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to do a plank. He's going to do work. this. He's going to do this. Push -up. And the boys know me so much and they know that Ado doesn't know how to play basketball. So the ones that are smart at the game, they take me to the basketball court to go and teach me how to play basketball. Yeah. Hey, I play basketball with you. Then come on, I can have access to the girl. Yeah. That is the best way to connect. So I'm not saying that for all the other guys to go and do, but you got to understand where you are at that moment. That's there will be a time and opportunity, and it will be up to you. Yes. Yeah, so. I'm going to get spicy, you know. Because, <laughs> um, my dad, you know, he had, um, he grew up kind of wild, I'll say. Um, he, he didn't meet his father until he was 18. Mm -hmm. So he grew up kind of on these streets, you know. He said he said to himself, you know, he was just a horn dog. He came on the show a couple of times and mm -hmm. told people that. Ooh, I like well, well, yeah, well, what I find interesting is, you know, growing up, um, I was one of the children that lived in New York and he lived in Florida. So growing up, I never thought my dad was wrong. You know, everyone's like, oh, you're supposed to have one, well, American style. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to have one woman and one family, you know, all that outside family stuff is wrong. But, you know, strangely enough, instinctively, I didn't think he was wrong. I just told him, I felt we was just too far. Like how you said the grandfather went to each house. I felt like I would have been okay if my father was able to come to the house more. Mm -hmm. I didn't need him there every day, mm -hmm. but I felt it was needed that he should have showed up more. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like you said, checking in. Mm -hmm. That was one thing I felt like I don't think it's wrong in the sense of if a man got multiple wives or multiple women and multiple children from multiple women. I think it's more important, like you said, he has to be able to check in, mm -hmm. govern, and set the rules. Mm -hmm. And provide. Yeah. That's what I felt. So, I mean, I can't, I'm, I'm not, I've never, even though I grew up in America, I can't say I'm not really... I don't think the style of America makes sense to me instinctively. It doesn't seem like it kind of every from my perspective, any man that ever tied down to one woman, I feel like they always felt peace of them has been taken away. So you feel that monogamy is 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 a lot restricting. I feel like it's restricting. Yeah, I don't feel like it's natural because it's like a natural man wants to hunt, you know. And so what about then, for women? Hmm? What about for women now? Women don't even feel that though. Women don't feel like they need multiple men. Like men feel like they need multiple. Some women. some women feel like sure. they do. One yeah. man can satisfy her. Right then again, you know uh, they got stuff in the food. Majority <laughs> women of women do not, and I agree with you what mm. you're saying, my brother, mm. do not think, men, we are soldiers, ready, mm -hmm. action. <laughs> men think 99% of right women, mm. and for that, women do not think of that. Women, way of affectionate holding, talking to them, 
calling them checking on them mm-hmm. that is their way according to based on what so my experience yeah. at my age i understand somebody will say i don't understand you're in your 50th listen i'm 70 something mm-hmm. plus 20 something years experience what are you talking about <laughs> i understand but as we said it our own individual experience on it so mm-hmm. that you can make your own judgment and assumption what mm-hmm. we are discussing here is based on what we know and so we want you who is watching and also to listen and place is based on what we know and understand so so that you can make your own decision and judgment on that and uh, this is a man speaking boldly uh, usually they say men don't speak about such issues <laughs> and this is men hold on tight and men yeah. it's a macho macho but here you are strong macho men speaking yeah. uh, four or five strong macho <laughs> men sitting here speaking about everything and so um our philosophy is you know it's going to stay the same men are keys and women are locks you know a key that can open a bunch of locks is a master key. He, he gets congratulated for being able to open all these locks. <laughs> a lock that gets locks opened man. by a bunch of keys is a useless lock. You want the lock to be secure. You want it to only have one key. It shouldn't be opened by so many keys. What is it protecting? Hypothetically, you would want that. But in rea- <laughs> reality and... This false reality that we create in our minds is two different things. Like women, women love to fornicate. Women love sex just as much as men, or and even more. and <laughs> women cheat just like men cheat, bro. Or even That's more. True. We just don't catch them. Most of the time, we don't care because we trying to have sex with something else, or like they just so sneaky that we don't know. Because for us, as long as we get the punani and we get to eat at night, and we good, you know, as long as the house is clean. <laughs> and the kids is good. Oh, yeah. yeah, you don't even think about all that. You, you, you know, so it's like, come on, man. Like, one thing that I've realized as I've gotten older, like, as, as i got older and I speak to older men, mm-hmm. like, a lot of them, like... They don't care what they want. They talk about it. They're like, <laughs> yeah, like, if... If you've been with someone 25, 30 years, bro, like, y'all both cheated a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> I like, said that. Come on, bro. Like, <laughs> let's, be, let's be honest with ourselves. I mean, yeah. I don't let's know. Be, I want to stay in my bubble like, now. Like, I'm going to stay in my fantasy. Right. So, wow. go talk to some old dudes. He'll tell you. We need people to call in. We need people to call in. We're the old dudes. Message me, because I'll call in and let He's trying to break my bubble here. It's not true. I had one of my OGs tell me, right? Like, I had one of my OGs tell me, and he's like 50 something, maybe even 60 now. And he said that um, at one time his, his wife went missing. He went to go look for her, mm-hmm. and he sent the whole party out to go look for her. And when he went to look for her, Damn, missing how long? <coughs> Thank you. Maybe a day or two. Oof. He said he found her in a hotel room with another man. And yes, that's murder. That is murder. Murder. That is. And he told the get dressed. It's tough. Man. He said you call them all. He said he told hey. the get. He said he told the get dressed and come along, and then he took her home. And I said, why'd you do that? He said the Bible says, um. Men treat your wives like like Christ treated the church. Love love your wife like Christ loved the church, and and make her clean by washing her with the word. And when he said that, I said, "What do you mean?" He said, "Think of the church. That's where all the most dirtiest people go. 
you know, the people <laughs> with the most issues, the dirtiest, sickest he people, they go to church. And, for her. And, 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 and Christ shed no. his blood and washed him with the word and made it clean. And he received his bride, which is the church. And he was like, that's the same thing you got to do with, with the woman. He said, the, the Bible does not say for a woman to love the man. It says for the man to love the woman. Oof. And, <laughs> and when he said it, I was a bit confused until I read the scripture myself and I really started to understand, like, because ultimately it was the church that killed Christ. The church came with the state and they killed Christ and they went be, they kind of snitched on him. And they sense. went before Pontius Pilate three times before they decided to kill him, really. You understand? And it was the church that wanted to kill him because they couldn't stand the man. So <laughs> Jealous envy. So yeah. when you sit back and you look at all all of history and the women that you ever been with like hmm. bro don't be too more successful than a woman she's gonna hate your guts she's gonna be like what about me what about my identity what do people yeah. think about me i feel like i'm in your shadow all the time like they don't want to be in the shadow well especially now they don't society you, has mm-hmm. built a yeah a, a, a swagger to the woman where she thinks that she can do it all by herself yeah, the only way it will really, the only way I've seen, if you think about the traditional household, like I'm going to use my grandfather for an example, because he had my grandmother pregnant and someone else pregnant at the same time. <laughs> my grandfather ended up giving my grandmother, I think, nine kids, but he had, I think, 11 or 12 total. Mm-hmm. And he was telling me a story in front of my grandmother and she just laughed. And nah, he said the same. Let's be honest with the woman. He, yeah, mm-hmm. and he said the same thing that you said. He said, find someone that loves you for you, that's going to accept you for you because you're never going to be perfect and there's never going to be perfect but if the, if the person is willing to work with you and willing to stay by your side then it's going to have longevity but the thing about today people are so instant that they're quick to quit mm-hmm. especially sure. back home where you're from it's easier you know less mm-hmm. distractions there's no apps where you could talk to girls and, mm-hmm. and pick up girls you know you can't go to Pennsylvania yeah. Ave and yeah. pick up a prostitute <laughs> yeah. so yeah, it's, it's not accessible like that. out here it's very easy to yeah. find millions of different faces yeah. to look at yeah, and like you break up today, you sleep with someone tomorrow, or you go to He's a bar, that. you yeah, 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 I tell you, yeah, you go to a bar, you go <laughs> to the club. Going in the first, I said, Who's been checking my Instagram as soon as I open it? Pow! It do be like, yeah, oh, that is why I don't go there. Yeah. <laughs> Facebook is more safe. Yeah, people that you know. people you know. I can't only just go to and post and run right back. And run I stayed there too long. I don't know. You know, I'm going to see his yeah. big booty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't want to see me. Oh, Are they really watching? Yes, yes, they know. Right, they know what you like. They know. Yes, they yes, know. Yes, if you go to explore page, you're gonna ah, see his fast cars and big booty. Like this is what you want. Yes, yes, so. uh, Shoot, te- like you said, bro. technology mm-hmm. is kind of making it very hard to stay committed, man. Bro, you got you got Facebook, you got Instagram, you got Snapchat. Um, you got Snap. Snapchat is like apps. Yeah. Tinder. You got yeah. Tinder, Black, Bumble, yeah. um, Facebook dating app. Like, I don't know, know long be front of. There's a three-way app, man. You could get um, a third partner. They got an app for that. They got a couple yeah. of yeah. <laughs> apps. Sugar Baby apps, Sugar Mama uh, apps. They got apps uh, for yeah, everything, like, <laughs> if you want to, like, I'll be okay being the third Third wheel, like this. They uh, got affairs. Yeah. If you want to have an affair, there's an app for affairs. Yes, there's what? an app for affairs. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I 
I think we have to go back to Africa. the roots traditional, traditional uh, to be able to fix some of this and to be able to uh, also rectify and to bring awareness into how our people were able to handle it during their time. I understand technology and we are in the year 2022, but mm -hmm. there were people who have been here for 200 years, 300 years, 400 years. Uh, how did they do it and how were they able to handle it? I mean, we don't even want to go too far. I mm -hmm. we could just go 70, 80 years or 50, uh, 85 years ago to see what my grandmother, great grandmother and all of these people did. How, as you said, were they able wrong. to live together? <laughs> you know, how having three, even wives or four wives, mm -hmm. and live together peacefully and smiling on it. Yeah. You know how that. it was? And most so, people only had one TV in their house, and most people only had one phone on the wall or on the table. Yeah. And that's how it was. Everybody. Yes. <laughs> Yes, yes. Everyone got access to the world. Mm -hmm. People could track you now. Oh, yeah, my location. You know exactly where you at. My wife do that now. <laughs> I know my location. <laughs> my phone now. It's just on. That always backfired. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna hold it. It's just on. That always backfired. What are you gonna do? Got disabled in 24 hours. <laughs> they weaponized me. I gave my phone to someone <laughs> from one of the stores. I didn't even give him my password. The guy was able to open it. He said, I don't, I don't need your password. Yeah. I can just go through any phone. Oh, I can just be standing close to you and still go into your phone wow. on it. I said, yeah, let me, let me open right. it for you. It's it's like you really know he was able to open it. He fixed what I needed, needed to fix. He said, here, take your phone back. Go. <laughs> He's a federal <laughs> agent. <laughs> so, stay away from this me. Is, <laughs> this is the same thing. He's a federal agent. Stay away from him. It's dangerous. He's well connected. You got to watch out. He has a phone in Manhattan. Zeros and ones. It's one of the express one. Express one. It's this item. I can't tell you. People think they have cool ones. It's a real Shout out to everybody for watching. Shout out to everybody for supporting. Shout out to everybody for watching The Real Word. This is The Real Word Season 8, episode, episode 16. <laughs> we're going to talk spicy. Right? So we're going to do, so do like a recap of all the other episodes. And then we're also going to talk about some new things here and there. Shout fitness, to, man. Fitness. We're going to talk about some fitness. <laughs> facts. Shout out to everybody for supporting. Shout out to everybody for subscribing on YouTube. That's www.youtube.com backslash The Real World TV. The Real World TV, one word on YouTube. You can check us out on podcast, Spotify, SoundCloud, Pandora, and Apple Podcasts. Everywhere podcasts is found. And also check us out on www.therealworldministriesinc.org. That's therealworldministriesinc.org. You can donate and check out the work that we've been doing. I'm here with my co-host. Introduce yourself. Man, you be making me run out of breath. I'm just keeping up like this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, it's Camille Hall. I, I wanted to ask you why you call me co-host, man. You know? All right, so what you want to be called? I feel like partner, you know? I'm your All partner, man. Right. All right. I'm co-host. I feel like I'm still I'm staring. I'm not in the airplane, you know, just sitting there. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> All right. But, yeah, it's Camille Hall. Um, BK Truth. 1991. I need a tech. I need some tech help, man. I need somebody who wants to help me with my social media. I can't. I can't keep up with it, man. <laughs> I, I got other things right now. I got a new baby. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Social media is a whole job sometimes.
What's the hardest thing about social media for you? Uh, I, I have like this, I feel, you know, young and old, bro. I feel Tell me about young it. and old in the sense of, man, like, I'm, I know the old generation, traditional ways, you know, mm -hmm. social media. Why you put all your business out there? Mm -hmm. I'm even thinking of um, Caribbean people, how they like, oh, you know, the internet is bad don't talk to strangers mm. now we're in a complete time where you talk to strangers regularly mm. ubers and everybody is even fiverr people you work with is like people you don't live with mm -hmm. but you know it's okay to talk to them now before so when it comes to social media i'd be like do i really want to put myself out there you know or, or you know korean people be like oh you know no, 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 don't put everybody in your business. Don't let everybody in your business. With social media, people who make money is people who record all the time and put everybody in their business. Yeah, facts. So but, so, but how do you feel about it? I feel right there in the middle where I'm like, I got to pick a way. So the way I'm going to pick is, you know, before you join social media, create a list of principles and things that you go by. But you was already on social media. What are you talking about? But I feel like I wasn't fully myself on social media. What do you mean by like that? Like I was, you know, I didn't want to invite people to, you know, this musical idea that I had. This, okay, like I, I'm, I'm making a track and, you know, I'm saying things that I feel. Mm. But I didn't want to put it out there for everybody to know how I feel. I didn't want to invite them into that conversation I was having with myself in that moment. But you control that narrative, though. Mm -hmm. It's like... It's almost like they say the person that you put out to the public is a creative player, a person that you've made up and you're like, yeah, mm -hmm. and you yeah. get it to the public. But you know, when you, I feel, you know, when you were young, you feel the idea of, you know, you're just out there just going with the flow. Mm. You know, you're just moving. And as I get older, I'm noticing that you kind of have to dictate the flow, you know, you kind of... Like you said, create the narrative. Mm. But when you're younger, you don't think about creating a narrative. You're kind of just following the mm. narrative. Like your family and people around you. They kind of influence it, what you like and what you are going to be a habit. And when you get older, you kind of realize that, oh, shoot. Well, not I don't know if it's older, but kind of like the internet. And it's a sense of, you know, oh, man, I got to, like, you know, create my own image. Mm. I got to paint myself, you know, I got to. Show people what I think of myself, you know. Mm -hmm. Emily, who my daughter, who's you know, eight, she's into it. You know, she's trying to be, you know, she's like, I'm gonna be talented at this. I'm gonna show people I'm talented at this. Mm -hmm. Well, I want to do this too, and you know, she already got things that she like. And in a sense, I'm telling her this is like a job. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Once you get into social media, like you gonna be working, like. <laughs> so, it's weird, you know. I don't want her to get into it too soon kind of want her to create her principles about herself so when she's revealing herself on social media she can be prepared for anything social media throws back <laughs> so let me ask you a question right a person like me that shares a lot on social media what image do you think i have created for myself publicly to me you strong bro you carry you know a lot on your heart, you know, but it's a, uh, you know, I mean, this is me and you for years. We've been talking for years, so I'm telling you this, like, you carry, you know, so much on your heart, but you still, like, strong for the family in a positive way. 
Mm. That's like the most important thing with social media. I'm like, you have to make sure when you go into it, you go to it with a positive way, you know. Because, mm. you know, you don't want your child to already have, you know, history of acting out, you know. You kind of, you want them to go out there and be ready to, you know, represent the family. Mm. And if my whole family's telling me, don't go on social media and be like that, then it's like, I got to go against my own family to make this way for my family. <laughs> but when you say go on social media, in what way do you mean? Like, you have to explain that. Because we're on social media right now, like YouTube, yeah. Facebook, Instagram, like, that's a that's social media platform. Well, I mean, for, like, myself, you know. Like, some people come, they can, you know come for that one episode but to do it consistently every time mm. like I said like you've been doing you've been mm -hmm. representing consistently every time like that's that's something that I had to you know realize for consistency is not something I got to you know grow up too much with other than with my mother and you as a brother mm. this is me being heart to heart with you so I learned you know friends or family can be, you know, people you work with and people you want to see consistently. Like Dan, like we saw him about before the show, Dan Pina was saying, um, I respect that guy, so I'm going to shout him out. He said, you know, I could tell where you're going based off of your friends. Mm -hmm. And that's another thing, you know, raising a kid, social media influences her friends. So you have to make sure she's teaching other kids good habits so they teach good habits and it keeps going. Man. One thing I've been struggling with is that, you know, the bigger things is getting, the more, I would say, intrusive it's becoming. As in, like, the fact that I'll go, right, the other day I went to my daughter's orientation. I'm sitting there and some guy's like, yo, a car? I'm like, yeah. He's like, yo, what's up, bro? And then I dap him up, and then I'm sitting down at orientation, and he's like, oh, man, it's like... <laughs> He's mad happy, and so afterwards, I'm like, yo, I gotta find out like where I know this guy from, cause the whole time I'm thinking like, who is this nigga? Like, so I'm like, yo, bro, where I know you from? <laughs> like, you went to school with me or something? <laughs> he was like, he was like, yeah, 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 I think so, but I be seeing you on Facebook, I be seeing you online, bro. Like, you be doing your thing, alright, bro? He be like, damn, and then, and then his girl look at him like, what the hell is going on with you? <laughs> Why are you acting like a fan right now? Yeah, and it's like. That happens a few but times. It is like, but that's love though, in a weird way. <laughs> that's, I, that's love though. I recently started a new job, right? Mm -hmm. And like, I got an office, so I don't gotta really interact with other people in there unless I really gotta interact with them, or at least unless they come into the office. So, so I be chilling most of the time. It helps me create barriers, and it also helps me to create boundaries. So it's like, all right, this is my space, this is your space, and, you know... That's your principle. Yeah, we just going to have respect for one another. That, that is what it's going to be. Like, like I've, I've, I work to deserve this, so you got to respect it. So if you come in, you got to show respect. So, like, so I just played the cut, and it's like, they finding ways. And one of the things is, like, I've been hearing a lot that they're Googling me. So, <laughs> so it was like, one day, they was like, yo... You a pastor? I was like, a pastor? I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, you a pastor? I said, nah. Like, I'm the director here. I'm talking to you. They're like, nah. We saw you preaching. <laughs> I was like, what are you see me preaching at? What are you talking about? They was like, on YouTube. Like, we found you. And I was like, yo. <laughs> and I was like, huh? And I was like, all right, all right. He's like, all right. 
So yeah, I've been watching. It's good. It's good. It's all right. Well, you was playing with them for. <laughs> He's like, nah. <laughs> and then like another person, yo, yeah, I seen your Instagram. I'm like, my Instagram. And then it's like every day. It's like, yeah, Google you, Google you. I'm like, yo, it's crazy. And it's like I preached a sermon Saturday, and and I titled it, "We Know You Too," and it was based upon like the Israelites were going to. They were going into Canaan, but they had to cross into Jericho, so they had to break down the walls of Jericho. Like you remember Chris Jericho? He, that, yeah. yeah, he had to move the the walls of Jericho. That's where you get it from. Mm-hmm. So it was like when they went in, they stopped off at like a brothel, a whorehouse, and there was a whole living there, and then Rahab and they the the people of the town basically found out that there were spies that that the Israelites sent into town. So when they came looking for them, they came by the host house. It was like, yo, where they at? We know that they're here. We, we heard that that they was here. She's like, nah, they passed through, but they not here. That's when being too connected to the underground pays negative. Yeah. <laughs> and then she hid them. So so because she she was like, I'm gonna hide you on my roof, but you gotta make a promise that you you're gonna save me. When y'all come through, cause we've heard about you. Like we we heard about you. We heard about your God. We heard about what y'all did when y'all crossed the Red Sea and y'all beat Pharaoh. We heard about all of that. So if you could save me, my mom, my dad, my sisters, my brothers, and everything that we have, then I'll help y'all right now. And they was like, all right, cool. We're gonna save you. <laughs> and then and then they, they, and, and then they, they was like, but make sure they all in the crib when we come through, cause if they're in the street, they're gonna die. But if they're in the house, they're gonna be good. She said, all right. So stay on the roof, then go in the case for three days. After three days, go and go to where you at, and then you'll be good. And so when they came, they saved her. When they saved her, like she was a prostitute before, like they they they, they like baptized her, and then she joined their side. And they said she was the first Canaanite woman to um to to basically convert and become an Israelite. And they hmm. said then she married someone from infiltrated. Yeah, and then she married someone from the tribe of Judah. And then from her, Christ came. So she's Jesus' great, 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 great grandmother. And if you go to Matthew chapter one, I think verse three or four or five, you'll see she's named there, married to Solomon. Yeah. And Jesus' genealogy. So that's why I preached, and you see how everything is connected. You lost me there on a lot of it. Yeah, man. I did hear about the infiltration and, you know, the whole house. <laughs> yeah. Uh, need some water. <laughs> <laughs> some water over there. Should have got some earlier. Yeah. I'm thinking, man. Need some <laughs> when it comes to the Bible, I don't know. It's a lot to take in. I got some hair, but I'm not going to wait. It's a real world.